<laughs> like an ice cream special. <laughs> Stop. That was a good joke. That was pretty funny. Thank you. I think you could do a lot of little fun spinoffs. Like a cream soda. That could be like your feeling creamy episode. What does that even mean? Feeling creamy? make it loud enough. That was loud enough. Thank you. Today we are drinking uh-oh. Frosty's root beer. Yes. The American root beer that has 170 calories, 0 grams of fat, 50 milligrams of sodium, 40 grams total car- carbs, 32 zero, of sugar, 0 grams of protein. <laughs> <surprised>. No. What? <laughs> I thought we were going to be drinking protein. <laughs> this is not your average protein shake. I think my mic arm is going to fall at some point, but we'll just see when that happens. It'll be okay. I'm sure it'll it'll all work out, you know? It's all just part of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Mac Mullins! Hello, hello. Carter, how are you doing today? I'm tired as heck. <laughs> it is 8.54 as of recording this. I just checked one of my freelance jobs the deadline because i thought i had till wednesday but i may only have till monday oh so i may be skipping stuff tomorrow okay aka sunday but uh you're just gonna skip sunday all together (laughs) yeah i'm gonna skip straight to the deadline that's how i that's how i procrastinate i gotcha i am i'm doing pretty well on deadlines so far actually i've been pretty proud of myself i haven't been procrastinating um good job mac as much did you used to procrastinate all the time as a kid i procrastinated so much as a kid to where like if i ever had like a group project Mm -hmm. i immediately waited i was like okay i'm gonna think about this for about 20 minutes i'm gonna think this is how i did it okay i thought of the plan of what i could do and once i got that plan i waited until the last day to execute it hey I was like, okay, I got the plan written, so I don't need to worry. It's like, oh, I got the plan. It's fine. Especially with that, like that habit went with me in college. It was like I would write out all of the steps that I would need to do. And I'd be like, okay, these steps I can easily get done in a day. I could always get them done in a day, just not easily. So it was, a, it was a interesting time. As long as you have a plan, though, anything is possible. Anything is possible with Popsicle. Remember those popsicles? No. My uh, mom never got them for me because we were too poor. <laughs> we couldn't afford the name brand popsicles. Did you ever put them in the cart and be like, Mom? Or like not even tell her? Oh, yeah. No, all the time. I would do that with like video games, toys, mm-hmm. any single thing that I could do. Eggo waffles. Eggo waffles. We would never get. Same. We always got the knockoff like Meyer. We didn't even get the knockoff. Egg. Too much sugar. What? Yeah. You weren't allowed to have sugar? I Weren't mean, you we were, kid? but my You're parents, in America. My parents wouldn't buy me sugar. Like, my mom would make us cookies. They would make us, like, pancakes and stuff on Sunday nights. But they wouldn't buy us Eggos. They wouldn't buy us cookies. She would get us a donut on occasion. Our this fanciest cereal was Life Cereal. This is Life, why, Cinnamon Life. This is why I'm overweight if you're not. <laughs> no, I actually, grew up, I hey, Mac, should... you want some Frosted Flakes? Here you go. See, have a should, second bowl. It should have backfired, though. Once I became independent, I should have started eating heavy all the stuff that I couldn't eat before. And every now and then, I do have a moment of realization where I can just go to the store and buy a cake. 
if you want or yeah. buy a cheesecake but 10.99 then i have to bring myself to spend ten dollars on something and i don't do that well see my thing is, is i'm like you know what i could die tomorrow Fa- i don't know facts so you know what i'm gonna go buy my ten dollar cake maybe it's that root beer this root beer that's gonna kill you tomorrow very well good there's zero protein <laughs> zero in it, grams so of protein it's like my muscles are atrophying right now <laughs> I'm just essentially withering away over here. But no, I think like I, I, it is interesting how, you know, kids will sometimes rebel. But otherwise, like some kids like just grow up and they're like, yeah, I really like this. Thank you so much, mom and dad. Like this was a pretty good plan. Yeah. And so I think it's like I'm I'm glad to hear that you didn't fall into that. Like, you know, how like kids will grow up and their parents are like super anti drugs or super anti alcohol. And then they're like mega alcoholics or like heroin addicts and you're like oh okay i might be a closet heroin addict carter if you are you haven't seen my closet yet you haven't let me in your room i've only gone in your living room and jonathan's bathroom this studio is not allowed like i'm not free here i'm just like i'm uh, i'm just here but you know what? If your feet are clean enough, next time we'll record our next episode. My feet my are room. clean. Your feet are actually pretty Dude, clean. Dude, you could lick these toes. You, but you know how bad it is for me? What? The fact that you've put walked, socks the on. The fact that you've walked into Jonathan's bathroom, which has pee on the floor, as do all bathrooms, because people stand at toilets and pee and there's splatter. You also walked into your bathroom with your shoes on. I only sit in my bathroom. There's no splatter. There's no pee on the floor. That's not 100% accurate because guess what? Some toilets leak. Even without you. No, I'm dead serious. Look at the ground next to your toilet every single time. It's never wet. You cannot say that. I'm pretty conscious about Are you looking at it 24-7? Uh, you'd be surprised. Carter? I sleep on my bathroom floor because my bed is too soft. (laughs) It's like sinking into a marshmallow. Carter's too hardcore. <laughs> but anyways, he's not hardcore. <laughs> but the the whole thing is is that my toes are clean, but it's okay. I respect it, and I will respect the boundaries. I did remember move the people ultimate sack into my room. So always put your boundaries ahead of your friends. Always. Never let your friends break down your walls. <laughs> Keep them built until you die. Suppress every memory. And every <laughs> see, I anyway, know you we mean just, that as a negative joke, but it's also kind of true. You should you got to keep your boundaries. You should have boundaries that you don't let anybody break. You uh-huh. should have rules, as as said by a character in uh, the show Community. Every man's got to have a code. Every man. Every man. I don't remember Community too well. I just know that Donald Glover's was in it, and I really liked Donald. He Glover. was the best part of that show, and then he left. Oh well. Rest All I remember is. I just have to say this, Carter. Yeah. Someday. Someday. If you actually get married. If. That lady. Yeah. She's going to break down those walls. Because guess what? Yeah. There's going to be hair in places that you don't want there to be hair. The sink is going to be disgusting. And the shower walls are going to be grody. Here's the worst part. That's what marriage is all about. Two out of those three things are already true. If not all, you three. have hair on the walls in your bathroom as a single I think man. There actually, might be. So here's the issue. Carter. Here's the issue. I'm not a true germaphobe because I'm not grossed out by my own. Like if I walked into somebody else's bathroom and it was in the same state as my bathroom, I would turn around and walk out and find a tree to pee behind. But a tree would even be 
but it's natural. It's dirt. That's true. It's if I'm outside, it's supposed to be dirty outside. I can deal with that. My <laughs> it's bed, natural. My filth. room is not supposed to be dirty. Uh, but yeah, the floor of my bathroom is pretty clean. The shower hasn't been clean in a while. I need to do that. And uh, yeah, actually, my toilet's pretty clean too. I've seen I you wear those. I had to clean flip it. those slippers outside the house. Well, they can go anywhere, just not in my room. Mm. The job of these slippers is to keep my feet clean so that when I walk in my room, I'm not taking anything in with me. Mm. Yep. I've thought about starting a TikTok channel uh, just where I talk, like, do short little bursts of life through my lens. <laughs> of just disgusting dirt. Yeah. And you're just, like, looking at dirt. Or and just things that, black I, and white. That, that go through my mind that never go through anybody else's. Because most of the time when I tell people, like... There's pee on the bathroom floor, and that bothers me. They're like, what? I mean, I think that there's, like, a healthy fear in that. And I do think, I like, you were going to say, I think there's a healthy amount of pee on the bathroom floor. I mean, that too. <laughs> I don't think there's, like, an unhealthy amount. Like, obviously, if somebody's, like, peeing on the floor, I'm going to be Depends like, on the oh. bathroom, bro. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, when you go, to, like, okay, give me a scenario. If you are super grossed out, like, are you... If you really got to pee and you go into the trashiest marathon gas station bathroom Mm -hmm. that's got like literal poop on the walls, are you going? Uh, That's your only option for like another two hours and you're going to have to hold it for the next two hours. Like would I go in normal or are you talking barefoot? Or no, I'm just talking about like you're just in the car. You're on the right. You're t- oh, you're doing dude, a road trip, dude. If I have shoes on, I will go into the gnarliest bathroom in the world. Hmm. But like but you're go- okay with bringing those shoes back into this this apartment? Yeah, because those shoes don't go into my room. I never wear my shoes into my room. Well, you don't have to wear the shoes into your room, but the shoes are still contacting your room in some capacity. Some capacity, but not in direct enough capacity for it to bother me. To freak you out? Yeah. Okay. See, we're getting into I, the psychology. I understand of that it doesn't all make sense, but there's a line that it just works. Would you ever go on a cruise? Oh yeah. Even though you're going to be bringing, like in hotel rooms, are you? Do you have the same fo- like policy? Uh yeah, actually, a hotel rooms almost more because I don't think that they clean the bathroom floors as often as they should. Oh no. So I I wear. Uh, shoes or flip-flops into... Do you wear them in the shower? No, the, the showers are usually pretty clean. The showers are usually clean enough. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, there's soap constantly washing in them. And they, there's never, like, hair on them or whatever. They keep those pretty clean. But I never go into those uh, bathrooms barefoot or with just socks on. I at least have a towel down on the floor that I can I always on. have, like, the towel down just because I think that it's, like a good way because i know that i'm walking out of that shower just dripping yep and those floors i don't know if they just put wax on them but you're slipping in there yeah i will say hotels can be pretty gross for me but i think the biggest thing for me is just keeping my stuff off of the floor i'm always afraid of like bed bugs and roaches yeah because there was one time that michaela and i were out um we were Christmas shopping 
Okay, this was like very early on. I don't even think we we're married at this point. Okay, this is very early on. We went out Christmas shopping. Sorry if I'm getting away from the germophobia. We can dive deeper into the psychology in a minute, but we were out Christmas shopping, and we were buying for my nieces, and we were like, okay, this is gonna be super cool. Let's go to Target. We go to Target. Target had these ginormous stuffed bears. Ten bucks each. Are these like the ones the size that you could stuff a small person inside of? I would say you could stuff like a four foot eight, <laughs> maybe four eleven. So a small person. You could you could fit a small person. I mean, I guess it depends on what. I mean, to me, you're a small person. A small person is the politically correct term for. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I get what you're saying. Don't say it. Otherwise, we're gonna get we're exactly. gonna lose our sponsorship. Yeah. Thank you, Frosties, for sponsoring this episode. Frosties Rip Beer. Thank you for sponsoring. Please don't stop. Because fifty k a people. month. That is crazy ads right there. I have seen prank videos where they can actually actually have bear costumes big enough for a normal size. Yes, I've seen those too. It was not that big of a bear, but I would say like it was probably like three and a half to four feet tall, standing up. And so okay. we bought two of those bears, and we took them, uh, we took them to a hotel. Because we were like in Indy at the time and we were staying at a hotel room or something. And so we brought all the stuff inside because we were like, well, we don't want it to be like left outside. We don't want all of, because we had like all of our Christmas shopping. We were like, we don't want to do all that. So we took them inside with us for whatever reason. Instead of leaving the bears outside, uh-huh. we took them inside. Uh-huh. And, oh, you know, no, then no, we brought them back fine. outside and everything was fine. We didn't see anything. We get to Michaela's uh, college house uh-huh. that she was staying at, uh-huh. and we bring all of the Christmas presents inside, and we go through... I was not very active in this part because I am really bad at wrapping and wrapping gifts and stuff, but Michaela goes through all of the presents. I had sorted them, everything. We like made this big space in her bedroom to like clear it out so that way we could wrap all the presents. And just out of nowhere, I look down on the ground and I'm like, I see this little tiny, tiny bug about the size of like, I don't even know, like a, like a seed. Like it was a super small bug. Uh-huh. And I look at it and I'm like, what is going on? And I get right up on it. And I like, I didn't kill it right away. I just like was, was looking at it. I kept looking, I kept looking, I took picture, I, I took multiple pictures and I started comparing it and I was like, pretty sure this is a bed bug this is straight up a bed bug and that had to have been the worst night of my entire life because i killed the bed bug like i looked it up apparently the only way you can do it is if you like cut them in half essentially like you gotta uh-huh. detach their heads so did you get down there with like a little scalpel and yes you- dude i got down there with like a butter knife because oh we didn't have gosh. anything else there and so i got down and i like killed it and i took a picture of it but I think as we were getting up and like moving all of the presents, because as soon as that happened, we were like, okay, let's get everything up off the floor. Let's see if there are any other ones. And we start looking and looking and looking. And like we threw the, we, as soon as that happened, I was like, okay, let's put the bears in the wash. Because right. what my parents used to always say is like, if you put bed bugs through the wash, most likely they're just going to stay at the bottom. They're not going to stay attached. Um, and so you'd be able to see how many like bed bugs. That's kind of a frightening idea. 
It is, but if you put them in the wash and then you also, if they are still attached and you put them in the dryer, the dryer's supposed to kill them. Oh, I don't okay. know if that's true or not. That could just be something my mom said to make me feel better. But that's why every time I come home from hotels, I always put my stuff straight into the wash. All my clothes, even the ones that I'm wearing, I'm like, all right, this is going in the wash. But we went for probably six hours. Like We got to like 4 a.m. and we were just searching her room, looking for bed bugs. And luckily, we never found a single one. But to this day, that is probably my biggest fear, and that's why I don't set stuff on the ground mm-hmm. when I'm at like a hotel. I always try to set it in the chairs, or I try to set it yeah. like on the little uh, ottomans or whatever, mm-hmm. just so that way it's not right there. So I can understand some of your germophobia, because it is—it's a sketchy world out there. It's a little dirty, especially with the bedroom. You don't want to. The bedroom's your fun place. That's where you go to chill. You don't need to. <laughs> You don't want to bring. I don't think. I don't think there. we should describe the bedroom as the fun place. I mean, maybe if you don't I have mean, a good we can marriage, if you're but... married. It's weird if you say that as a single guy, though. What if you're a single guy that has video games? It's my <laughs> true. There you go. I guess my bedroom is my fun place. Then it is the. It is my clean place. My bedroom is my. How clean often place. do you actually clean it? Though? Not as often as I should, but my bed remains generally clean. How often do you wash your sheets? Not as often as I should. How often do you wash your comforter? Actually, that probably more often than I should. Give me like some actual numbers here, Carter. Okay. Um, how often I need to do see I vacuum how, my room? How serious? Probably this is. once every couple. Every once every. It depends. If nobody goes into my room or I don't go in, because every now and then I'll gap and I'll walk in with my shoes on. If that happens, I have to vacuum. Okay. So if something like that happens, it could be up to two or three times a week that rarely happens though usually like i haven't vacuumed in a couple of weeks um and i actually need to just because there's like lint and stuff but there's there doesn't seem to be dirt on the floor like when i walk on a floor barefoot or even in socks and it's a dirty floor i just get this feeling like my feet it's almost like the dirt just like i don't know i get this feeling i just kind of know but until i get that feeling i don't feel the need to but is that how you feel at kempo Kempo is one of those situations where I just surrender to the dirt. <laughs> you just let... It's supposed like, right, to be dirty. Win. I am dirty. I'm walking barefoot on a gym floor. It's going to be dirty. And so I'm okay with that. Like this one time, I was helping Graham out shoot a short film, and he wanted to do like this old, like, uh, silent film, like, black and white horror movie style. And uh, I was the monster. And he wanted me to be like this mud swamp man Ew. so i got buckets of water poured, no. them, poured them in dirt in my parents yard rolled around there's video of this rolled around in it covered oh. myself in mud uh i was i was like head to toe that's dirt that's too far and uh that's disgusting that's commitment that's commitment to acting no that is just sad it's so i it was empowering what? Because I was able to do that, and nobody else. Did would. you wear clothes? I you know, yeah. No, I, I'm being serious. Like, wore, were you just in your? Of, were you in your I, boxers, or were you? No, like, I wore underwear and gym shorts, and then shoes. You wore shoes, like, I think so. But they were Pardon. they were like my nasty, like outdoor work shoes. My gosh. Yeah. They were okay. I only say this because, like, I. So I think I, I may have said this in the previous episode, 
but I used to be in a fraternity type deal. I was only in it for like a couple of weeks because I stopped going to the meetings because I kind of got like bored with it. Uh-huh. But I was in this Kappa Sigma Tau, okay? Kappa Sigma Tau. We we were called, I don't know, we were like the Adelphi Dogs or something, or the Huskies. Adelphi Dogs. But we, uh, for the initiation, right? I knew the whole time, like, I kept looking at the guys because I were I already was friends with most of them, mm-hmm. and I was a junior in college. Like I wasn't like a freshman coming in trying to get validation from everybody. I was like I could very easily go the rest of my life without being in one of these like knockoff Christian fraternities. Right. And I just like remember they were like, okay, we're gonna do our initiation week, and I was like, okay, whatever. So the initiation week happens, and essentially all it is is like, oh, you have to remember X, Y, and Z. Every time uh, a captain or one of like the seniors or whatever walks up to you, you had to like do something goofy, or if they asked you a question, like you'd have to read the uh, ten digits of pi, or you'd have to be able to like read back. Like one of my friends had to do like some Star Wars monologue, and like just goofy things. And uh-huh. the the whole time, like they progressively got like worse and worse like i remember i would have to my thing was i always had to drop down and propose every single like time that one of my guys came by i'd have to get down on my knee on one knee and i would have to like beg them to marry me and until they said yes i was like constantly having to do it and so but as we go on right we get to like the last week of the the recruitment week or whatever and we had to do this like they told us like bring some clothes that you're comfortable not keeping. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? And we get there and we're like standing out in this the middle of this field and they're like, okay, here's a watermelon. And they <laughs> handed us a watermelon and then two dudes come by everybody with like a tub of Vaseline and they just slather the watermelon with Vaseline and we walk down the street and we're just each or just only one of us, not everybody has a watermelon. Okay. Mm-hmm. So every other person has a watermelon. So you're walking with a watermelon slathered in Vaseline, Vaseline. just walking down the side of the street. Okay. And so we leave the field, we walk down the side of the street to this parking lot and they say, all right, anybody who doesn't have a watermelon stand in front of the person that does. So, you know, somebody comes and stands in front of me and they say, all right, throw it to that person. And so, so we throw the Vaseline watermelon. We're like, we're pretty close. You know, we're about an arm's length away from one another. So we're not super far. We throw it to each other and it's fine. The person catches it, you know, nobody dropped it on the first time. And they're like, okay, cool. Throw it back. So they throw it back to us. We catch it again. It's fine. They're like, all right, take two steps back. So everybody takes two steps back. We throw it again. We're all good. Everybody caught it. It's cool. It's cool. They're like, all right, let's go. We're going to start walking. We walked the entire perimeter of our campus, tossing Vaseline-covered <laughs> watermelons back and forth. College. And we progressively got farther and farther apart. Okay? Now, mind you, I was so determined to keep this watermelon intact that the captain had to come up and whisper in my ear, as I was walking and say, Hey Mac, I need you to break this watermelon. And I was like, I mean, I guess I can. 
And then I threw it and we didn't break it. And he threw it back to me and he was just like, no, I'm serious. Please, like, I'm, I'm going to get in trouble if you don't break it. And so I like threw it just like half heartedly and I broke it. And the dude's like, give me a put, like 20 pushups like right now. And I was like, oh, uh, okay, cool. You are a liar. So I get down and as I'm getting down, I'm doing these pushups. He grabs part of the watermelon and then just drops it on my head. Oh, like yeah. I'm talking a full half of the watermelon. And then the rest of the time after we broke that watermelon carrying it the rest of the perimeter, I know this is a long story. Don't 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 lose interest yet. We continue down the perimeter. We're throwing pieces at this point. <laughs> What's the point? We get to the end and we see one of the other seniors making a legitimate mud bath. Just a literal hose. It's like nine o'clock at night now at this uh-huh. point. Yeah. A literal what hose. Time, what time of year is it cold? This is, it's like October-ish. So like right now. Okay. It's, a it's, little, it's, it's a little chilly. Yeah. But it's a hose and he's just spraying part of that field that we were at originally. <laughs> and what we had to do is they also set up like cones and they set up like wires or whatever, sticks. I don't know what it was. But basically you had to take part of the watermelon smash it on your head and rub it all over your body then like dive like you had to dolphin dive like back in black ops 2 you had to dolphin dive down into the mud and like crawl probably like 20 yards in the mud to get to where you wanted to get like to get to the end and then at the end they just sprayed you with the hose to try to quote unquote spray off all the dirt i'm not joking you after I finished, I got into my bathroom back at college. I immediately went straight to my dorm because I was sticky, mm-hmm. I was muddy, mm-hmm. I was cold, After. and it was disgusting. As soon as I got there, I took all of my clothes off in the shower, and my shower was literally black <laughs> for the rest of the year. Oh my god! I never got all of the dirt and all of the mud off of the floor of my shower. Ugh. And so when you talk about a mud bath for a film, I immediately think, did your shower ever get clean? Yeah, actually, I did a pretty good job. I hosed myself off with a hose. Because um, at this point, I still was a germaphobe. And uh, so when it came time to go back inside... I made sure I was very as clean as possible with the hose, and then um, pretty sure I stripped the rest of my clothes off, like in the uh, in the basement, which is unfinished, or the garage, so as not to lose any excess dirt when I took the clothes off, as you know happens. Like after you go to the beach, you get sand in your trunks, oh, yeah. and you take the trunks off in your bathroom, and oh, then you yeah. get sand everywhere, and it's horrible. That's why you always take your clothes off in the bathroom. Or like in, in the, the shower. shower, yeah, yep. So if which is that way you th- can this is my, off. this is uh, one one of the reasons I'd love to have a house or something because if you have a garage, then you can you know close the garage door and then just strip off your all your clothes when stuff like this happens. Which if it you does have happen. an attached garage, <laughs> I was gonna say so you True. have your detached or, garage or an unfinished your neighbors basement. are gonna be a little uncomfortable. The worst part about this apartment is that except for the bathrooms and the kitchen, everything including the entryway is carpeted oh yeah like that's the one thing i'm excited about is we're gonna have hardwood in our new apartment Uh uh-huh 
and I'm pretty hype about that. It is going to suck for your downstairs neighbors, though, because they're going to hear stuff that normally wouldn't be heard with carpet. But I don't know about that, but... Depends I mean, how well. I'm not going to be the one downstairs, so I don't care. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, but the yes, bedrooms sir. and everything yes, are carpeted, so... Yeah. I don't think it'll matter too much yeah. in terms of... Like, I'm... I don't know. Maybe it is loud. I have no. I have no idea. I'm not gonna be living on the bottom floor. So suck it, bottom floor. Living people. on the bottom floor. Living but, on the living on the top floor apartment is that is a plus. It is a huge plus. Yeah. I mean, the stairs suck, but it's whatever. I think like stairs aren't that bad. The only Even thing with my last day. apartment that I really didn't enjoy was the fact that anytime like my neighbors below me smoked weed. Mm-hmm. It immediately just like my Wafted. entire laundry room smelled like weed. Marijuana. That's why shared, you gotta start smoking the weed. We shared so that a. You shared an air AC duct. unit? No, oh. like there was like one air duct that we like shared. Gotcha. Or some, I don't know. Somehow it like came up, and I think it was maybe it was like the exhaust. I have no idea. That happens with our downstairs neighbors, except instead of weed, it's curry. They smoke curry. <laughs> Dude, that sounds so painful. <laughs> burns so good there's no high it's just straight pain that's what i've heard like some people talk about it's like if you have indian neighbors mm-hmm. you immediate you're basically eating the food with them basically except without the satisfaction of a full belly i would love to have indian neighbors though because that i love the smell of curry they also painted swastikas on the door jam did you come were, were you my friend when that was still there no so they would... That sounds terrifying. The neighbors directly below us, they had two red swastikas... They're listening to this. ...painted on the bottom of the door jam. Um, and, okay, so to, to be fair... They were red, though. They were. Um, to be fair, the, uh, the uh, swastika is actually... It originated in India. Yeah, And it yeah. actually means can... something nice. But then the Nazis got a hold of it and they did their thing. But still... Like, know your audience. You're in America. Yeah. <laughs> well, just the fact of, like, I don't know. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it was meaning, but it can be... I think, like, at this point, it can be misconstrued pretty easily. Um, I, th- I think so. I think that's a fair assessment. And so, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like... I don't, that's an interesting... Uh, it's an interesting design choice. That's what I'll say. It is an interesting But anyways... Design. But they're speaking, not there anymore. Oh, they're not? No. And actually... Did they curiously, get kicked out curiously enough, shortly after those swastikas showed up, so they have, they had, I don't know, I haven't seen them very recently, they had kids, they had like two boys who were Nazis, made a decent amount of noise, but I haven't heard them much since those swastikas showed up, and I haven't heard them like recently at all lately. So I don't know what that situation is. Is this turning into a true crime podcast? It might be. You want to head downstairs and find out? Let's do a little person. We'll just man on the street interview. investigating. Hey guys, heard you had two small children down here. Where'd then they some go? swastika showed up. Where's the um, where's the kids? Just wondering. Tell me where they are. Have, have you ever killed a kid? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. We've already called the police, and they'll be here in about fifteen minutes. See, you just gotta look into their eyes when you ask that question. Have you killed any kids? And I think within the first two seconds, within the first two <laughs> seconds, you'll see the truth in their eyes, no matter how well they're concealing it. Just so you guys all know, as soon as Carter said that, he looked in my eyes and I, I moved my eyes to the side. He That's darted why. them to the side. He's Mac has definitely it's because murdered I'm... a child. And there it is right there. That's the silence. That's the dead giveaway. 
I'm not going to say I haven't. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Yes, I'm sitting with a child killer. You don't know that. I'm not sitting with you. I don't not know it. Now I don't know. Now I'm questioning everything. Listen, all I'm going to say is the kid deserved it. Anyways, the (laughs) the big thing that I always had a problem with with my so ladies and gentlemen, no children were harmed in the making of this podcast. No, only before. Um, but we we had like a. We had neighbors, like, we had some of the worst neighbors at our previous apartment, and the first kids? one... Is that why you killed them? No, but they were so <laughs> annoying. Um, we had this we had this family, um, and they, I think they definitely had some uh, some issues, you know, going on. I don't Everybody know. Everybody does. Yeah, How I don't know do what was wrong the with the kids, okay. specifically, um, but one of the kids, like, he just, I think he had, like, legitimate, like episodes you know mm-hmm. what i mean like he had temper tantrums and things yeah. and he would like bang his head oh. i i can only think it was his head because i don't know how hard an eight-year-old can punch a wall but like it's it was very loud well and how would, fast were the intervals it was very banging? like okay like it was it was pretty slow that sounds like it could be a head then and what like would happen is like he would just do that and then all of a sudden you just hear like a slight like scream go from very quiet like ah uh, uh, and like get like slightly loud <laughs> yes and it would get slightly louder and then you would hear shut up and i'm just like oh okay <laughs> and that was when i first sent the first email of like mm. hey uh i'm a little scared but to like, them the, to the neighbors no, I sent it to the apartment. Rangers like, at AOL.com. I was like, please get this people out of my apartment complex. But um, no, I was like genuinely terrified of that. And they always had like really smelly cats, but whatever. So moving forward, then we just got weed smokers and it was like, oh, okay, that's fine. And I'm all good if you want to smoke some weed. That's Because cool. that's chill. It's Do whatever you want. banging your head against the wall. That's... Yeah, I never once had a single noise complaint with that's those neighbors. That's cocaine right there. My only issue was the fact that we shared the stupid air vent. If we didn't share the air vent, I would have been totally fine. Or if you just smoked your weed outside. But that's just me. I get smoking weed outside. Can you know? It's technically illegal in Indiana, so I don't want you getting arrested. Be safe. You never know. Someday it might change. But at the same time, I don't, I don't want to smell it. Same thing with cigarette smoke. I would have been just as mad. Cigarette smoke. So I would probably be more mad if somebody was smoking cigarettes below me and I smelled cigarettes all the time. Marijuana is strong smelling, but I think you can get used to it a little bit faster. Cigarette I mean, yeah, smoke. Yeah, we just shut the. Cigarette smoke room. is just so pungent. It will give you a headache. Oh, yeah. Um, and at least with marijuana. It'll also kill you. Like if I'm chilling in my apartment and I have my window open and a bunch wafts in, I'm like, oh, I don't want this. But then I'm just like, well. Maybe. Maybe I do. Maybe some of this is getting into my lungs, and maybe maybe it's actually going to relax me a tiny bit. That's probably not true, but... <laughs> That's a very l- optimistic view of With that. cigarettes, like, nothing about it is good. It's not going to do anything for you. But, like, marijuana, at least, maybe this will chill me out a bit. Don't know if it works, but... Well, I mean, there is the argument have, that nicotine like dulls your senses a little bit. There was it's one to give, time like, a buzz to your head. I'll have a cigar on occasion. I actually had one today at the tailgate, but um, there was one time, and I was having a cigar with a couple of friends, and one of them took a puff and then blew it out of his nose, 
And I'm like, didn't that hurt? Because like I've accidentally done that before and it like burns real bad. And uh, he's like, a little bit. But he's like, here, just try it. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. And so I tried it, but I did it wrong and I ended up inhaling it and it was horrible. I almost, I went from feeling fine to needing to like almost throw up <laughs> in 0.5 seconds. Nice. It was like a Tesla going from zero to 90. There you go. But, um, zero to 60. Whatever, bro. They don't go 90. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. They Tesla's fast, fast as heck, boy. Tesla's can only go 60. But, but that's their cap. They can't only go 60. The I'm high joking. Was just, Shut up, Mac. Idiot. Um, but where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. But after I accidentally inhaled just that one breath, granted, this also probably had to do with all the coughing that ensued, but you felt I high. felt very relaxed. I didn't feel high. I felt incredibly relaxed. It's like when I was a kid and I would get the air knocked out of me, which was a horrible experience. But afterwards, my body, because it had been so tense the moment before, it was relaxed and I felt great. So you would get... I'm... I would throw myself. I'm so I would, confused. I would throw myself at door jams as a child just to knock the air good? out of me. No, like, just kidding. I never did that. This sounds like no, it's not. But what I'm saying is, you had said that nicotine. Um, can, well, yeah, that's why people vape. Like you yeah. get like a little buzz. Yeah, and that is a thing. It's supposed to like it's supposed to like numb your head. But I don't know. Like having experienced a slight nicotine buzz, because like so cigars. Um, I think the nicotine is more concentrated, but you also only suck it into your mouth so when you smoke a cigar you puff it which is like have you ever you know what i'm talking about no so i've never smoked when you smoke a cigar it's like if you're drinking a, a drink out of a cup with a straw but you just suck with your mouth you suck the water or whatever it is into your mouth and then you don't swallow or inhale or anything but then you just like spit it back out huh. it's the same thing you suck on a cigar like you would a straw it comes into your mouth and then you, you push it right right back out um, some of it does work its way down into your lungs. I was gonna say that some doesn't of it, sound, but not as much accurate. But um, like you know, when that smoke goes if in you your inhale lungs, because it. it's so much more concentrated mm. than cigarettes. Um, but it's uh, it's it's still dangerous because everywhere the nicotine touches, everywhere the nicotine <laughs> touches is where you is shall have cancer. Cancer's kingdom. <laughs> That's lung so. cancer's kingdom. Yeah. Not a, no it's offense a to anybody danger. who smokes cigarettes, but uh, maybe think about stopping. I mean, I know that they ran some really cool ads back in like the 60s that made you think it was really cool, but it's not anymore. I promise you. I know that it's an addiction and it's really, tr it's really tough, but you need to find some help because cigarettes are not good for you. If you were addicted to one or the other and you had to pick, uh, vaping or cigarettes? Vaping, 100%. It's way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Fat vape, vape nice. <laughs> yeah. No, I isn't think, it worse for you though? Oh yeah, it's way worse. I'm pretty sure you'll die so much faster smoking vape than wait smoking vape. If you're gonna go vaping. with the, if you're gonna go with the cool factor, cigarettes actually you can pull off a very classy look. I mean, I would agree, but I also think, and maybe this is just my lack of knowledge about the subject. I feel like vaping is also cheaper. Yeah, I'm I think sure the is. I think the startup cost mm -hmm. is higher, but the overall cost is pretty cheap. Yeah, like I feel like you get like one like if you get like one good vape, like one of those little fat ones, like little. Can I say this word? Yeah, I just say it. 
a stubby one. <laughs> if you get one of the little fat stubby ones, like those things, all you got to do is just get the juice refills and then you're done. And I don't know how expensive the juice refills are and I don't know how long they last. I have no idea. I'm not, I'm straight edge. All right. I don't do anything bad. Um, that's a lie. But, but the whole thing is, is that like with vaping, it should be cheaper in also it is the only thing that I have smelled that I could be like, hmm, okay, that's, that's okay. Very because the cotton candy, oh, the peach, the uh-huh. the blueberry. Somebody it's had like a good, vape bro. at college back in the day. Yeah, um, Anderson University. Nobody actually vapes there. Just kidding. <laughs> it's a Christian university. They we all respect the rules. Nobody drinks. Nobody does anything. All at, Christian campuses are um, perfect havens. It's totally dry. Of utopian Christianity. A thousand percent. But. There was somebody who was vaping there, and they had a, it was called like blueberry pomegranate storm. And if that I were remember, an energy drink, I would drink the heck they, out of it. They would like puff it, and then they would just they like smoked it going past my. I don't know if you can say smoke. They vaped it. I don't know. They went past my door with it, and I was like, man, that smells like really good. But I, I have never ever... once walked past anyone smoking a cigarette and yeah. said, hmm. That smells oh, yeah. good. I have only ever walked people walk past people smoking cigarettes and thought, "Hmm, I want to get as far away as possible from this person." Yeah, because cigarettes yep. don't smell good. Yep. I don't Anybody think smoking cigarettes right now? I promise you, it is not worth it, and it you don't smell good. I think um, your fingernails are probably dirty. I don't think I've. <laughs> I don't think I've I'm ever roast you right now. Smelled a bad vape. I think there's been times where like somebody takes a fat pull of one um, as I'm walking by and like my default reaction is just like, ugh, gross. But then I'm like, hold up. Actually, not bad. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely, so I've thought about it. I was like, if there's nothing in it and there's like actually no anything wrong with it, I was like, that sounds pretty cool. But it's not just water vapor like no, people yeah. think they are. Well, there's tons of there's so many and... chemicals and things that we don't know that's in it that it's like, you know, I don't really think that this is a good thing. <laughs> I feel like it's just a new form of cigarette yeah. because it started off originally of like, hey, this is a way for people to quit. Or is it a way for big tobacco to back get on. us back into the system and enslaved to a new thing so that way we keep buying their products and they're putting fluoride in the tap water and they got people underground who who are like copies of us and they're turning the freaking frogs gay but, but our souls are connected that's us i don't know about the frog part i was doing an alex jones impression cuz oh. he's a conspiracy theorist he lost some lawsuit recently he lost a lawsuit I think so. I don't really follow I Alex don't Jones. For some reason, it showed up as an article on my news. The on my only thing Facebook that I know about Alex Jones is like, apparently, one of the studies, like, actually proved that like a so there was like a he he made the meme like right like they're turning the frogs gay and they're putting chemicals in the water, and there was apparently a study in France where like they were putting chemicals into the water somehow uh-huh. and f- like a frog what would happen is and they didn't turn the frogs gay but it basically took away their like basic like male gonads and they basically turned the frogs into women 
Interesting. Like it turned them into female frogs. And so like they were starting to mate less. And so it was like, I don't know. I have no idea the validity of it. How uncomfortable would you be? You're a frog just hopping around, having a grand old time. And all of a sudden, everything just like sucks inside of you and you never see it again. I see. I feel like it would have been a slower transition. Can you just imagine if somebody just continually puts like, what is that? Estrogen into your drink. Have you, do you ever see that, uh, return of the Titans or what is the the Titans? Remember the Titans. See, there's so many Titans. Best football movie ever. One of my favorite. Isn't that the dude? There's like that one where they put estrogen in the guy's drink. Which movie are you thinking about? I'm remember the Titans is that football movie about the racism. What's that football movie with Adam Sandler? They're in prison. And <laughs> where they, was this? Remember the Titans? But how did that even register know. on the same spectrum? No, okay. Adam Sandler prison movie, and they're trying to play football against the guards to get like freedom back oh. or whatever. And yeah, I don't remember. Basically, what they did is they put estrogen in one of the guards' things, and he started like to get more. I don't. It was a very sexist film, but basically, he just got more feminine, I guess. And yeah. he started to complain about things, and I don't very. Very stereotypical, like, anyways, I don't want to get labeled a sexist, but that's it, they, they that's what they did. And so it's like, imagine just somebody coming by and, like, putting a drug into your drink that slowly just turns you a different way and changes you. And you have no crazy. control over it. Like bleach? They're turning the freaking frogs gay. So, anyways, <laughs> back to back, back to the real meat of the potatoes, okay? Okay. Carter. Yeah. The germaphobe. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? What started this? Here's the moment that it all started. As far as I can remember, I was on a road trip with my family. My brother and I were sitting in the back seat of the minivan. It's always family. And uh, family ruins everything. We had just stopped at a rest stop, I think. Um, or maybe it wasn't. I can't remember. But I had put my feet up on my seat. I had my shoes on. My feet were up on my seat. I thought nothing of it. I was just being comfortable. And Keaton, my brother, goes, what are you doing? It's gross. You know what those shoes have been? They've been on like public bathroom floors and they might have pee on them and it was at that moment that it just kind of like started registering a little Dang bit. It, Keaton. And then at some point later on, I think a few years later, uh, I just thought I had the horrible thought of wearing shoes to bed. And that same thing that he said, like I wasn't about to do it. Like it just crossed my mind as a possibility of something that somebody might do. And then that same comment came to my mind. Uh, it's like, there could be all that nasty stuff on those shoes and then my brain just started taking it further and further like well i mean you get that same stuff on your feet around the house <laughs> well and then i see, started wiping my i, I started wearing socks my to bed. feet off i started wearing socks to bed because that provides a layer of protection between my feet it contains the dirt or that's the theory uh and then i started just washing my feet before i went to bed so i take like a washcloth and wipe them down uh, and then some nights I would do both. I would wipe my feet down and wear socks. That now, would be really good. So wait, really quick, pause. pause. Fun fact, just for everybody, especially all those cigarette smokers who have really gross habits. Listen, if you really want to start a good habit, put lotion on your feet, 
before you go to bed, then put socks, socks on, on over the so- the lotiony feet, and you're gonna wake up with some baby smooth feet. That's what I hear. Anyways, continue on. I've done that before. Too. Just just for all you cigarette smokers in the audience. But uh, gross. Yeah. Uh, I um, where was I in my germaphobe? You were talking story. about how you used to wash your feet. Oh yeah, so I did that. Before bed, because so you're a now, weirdo. Now I'm better. Um, I will still wash them on occasion. I mean, um, good. You should wash them. Well, like before I go to bed, even oh, okay. after I've taken a shower. Um, or sometimes I'll wear socks for the same purpose. I am one of those people. Some people are like have major issues with people who wear socks to bed. I don't yeah. understand that. I really don't. There are some people like it's it's. I feel like those people are the same people that get all uncomfortable about like the word moist yeah it's like i don't understand what their fear is i don't know if they're actually afraid of the same thing i am that you're actually that the socks have more orifices that i think that it's a matter of claustrophobia because of the fact that you're already so your your feet are covered at that point and then also you're getting in your bed and putting another layer over them and then also here's another thing is that sometimes people can overheat so like Mm -hmm. all your heat escapes through your fingers your toes and your the top of your head and so it's like i thought it was your forehead oh i always thought it was the top of your head because you don't put your hat on on your forehead but whatever so i could be wrong maybe i am but Basically, when you have like your feet covered, because there are some nights where like I've worn socks to bed, but generally I don't like to wear socks to bed. But if it's like really cold and like back in the day when Michaela and I, we had our, um, we had our like air conditioning, Mm -hmm. like got set on like 60 Mm -hmm. and it would not change for like three days in the middle of December. And so our air conditioning was set at 60 and so it kept our house at 60 degrees in December. Oh, my gosh. And so also we had a lot of windows and it was a very small house. Mm-hmm. We could not turn on the heat. And so it got super, super cold. And so what I did is I wore like I just wore like two pairs of socks. I wore, you know, some sweatpants and then like I wore a pair of basketball shorts, sweater, a T-shirt, all that stuff. Like I I layered up. But. At the same time, I don't like to wear socks to bed if I don't have to because yeah. no, I, I of the claustrophobia. That. For me, yeah, for me, it's not claustrophobia. It's just, um, I don't know. It's just, it's a more pure experience to not be wearing socks when you go to bed. It's actually like, I actually think that it's a more pure experience to walk around outside like in grass barefoot. There's few feelings that are better than that for me, especially after like I've had my feet all cooped up Hard for a while. Pass. But the issue is, is it's always tied to then me having to come back inside. And I have a I have a scrub brush in my shower for my feet. Okay. I can so like that. whenever I walk around outside, I'm like, I'm gonna be scrubbing my feet later. Some pediologist. I don't know what a foot doctor is Pet, or foot pediologist. That just sounds like somebody who's petty. <laughs> it's like they're like, oh, good for you, Carter. That's such a good habit to get into. I mean, I feel like a lot more people should do that. <laughs> um, that compared see, that that combined with uh, doing martial arts a couple times a week, barefoot, I have hecka calluses. Oh yeah, that's disgusting. I think that there is. I will agree, like, I'll walk around barefoot from time to time, but I can think of nothing worse than slightly damp grass and walking around barefoot. Slightly damp, that's a, I'm, I'm talking dry grass. I'm talking middle of the afternoon, 
on a 75 degree day in the summer, dry heat, just... So basically one day out of the year in Indiana. Yeah. Because like everything else is humid. But and it's the, liable to be any time of the year. I think that the the feeling of like walking barefoot is something that I wish I could do. Like there was a, a whole story of this guy who walked around barefoot and for like, I think it was like two years straight or something. Mm-hmm. And he never washed them or like, he didn't wash them like entirely or something. I don't know how the whole story went. I think he may have just, maybe he did wash them and he just walked around barefoot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But every single day he walked barefoot and he always had like, he, at the end of this whole however long he did it, he had massive calluses mm-hmm. on the bottom of his feet. And I was like, that would be so cool because he he didn't feel it when he stepped on rocks. He didn't, he, didn't, shoes. he didn't feel anything. I was like, that sounds so cool. And I've been reading a ton of articles. This is just random um, about how like it's actually better for us to wear open-toed shoes or to actually wear open, like wider like shoes than what we normally do. I feel and, that. Like how basketball players, like their shoes are so tight, or even like figure skaters, their shoes are so tight, mm-hmm. especially with ballet well, dancers. They they, it be. gets too tight that it, it basically, our feet aren't supposed to be so like the natural curve in. They're actually supposed to be pretty much like our hands, where they're like splayed out, sp- pretty spread out. And so our toes over time have just like gotten closer to closer, better, or closer to closer. Just look closer and closer, closer and closer. Yes. (laughs) Look at a baby's foot. See how natural their feet just kind of like toes. I don't know. Their toes just look normal. Like it doesn't, they're not like all scrunched together. I'm not going to let any of my kids. Oh, I'm not going to let my first kid wear shoes till he's 10. I'm just going to see how his feet look. And uh, then we'll make the decision on the other kids. There you go. And then just throw the other kid away, like the first kid away. And and yes, that means that I'm going to wait 10 years between kids. I'm going to have my first one at 27, second one at 37. After that, it's a crapshoot. You're going to... Can our bodies handle it? I don't know. <laughs> is is your wife going to be able to birth them? That's the question. It's a gamble, my Watch friend. Watch you like marry somebody who's 10 years older than you two. Mm, that were and really it's just true. like, oh, okay. Turns out second kid's a gamble then too, but it's very important. Turns out first kid's a gamble. <laughs> but... Aren't kids always a gamble? Isn't it just like a gamble? Isn't it? It's truly just a bizarre miracle that that the way babies happen. Is just, it is strange. It's weird. It doesn't make any sense how it can be. There's a there's so human, consistently inconsistent. It's weird to look at a pregnant person and think there are two people, and I can only see one. But there are two people there. And what's even weirder? is the fact that some people tried. Some people just, oopsies. Just, it was an accident. It was an accident. Some of you listening are... there is are, a second human some being of you listening growing were inside accidents. of you. You were an accident, okay? I was a surprise. And if you say you were perfectly planned, your parents lied to you because they can't do that. I manifested myself. Oh. Well, this is a very philosophical <laughs> question. So Carter, what do you think about life and death? Um, but like the, yeah, I think like it's an interesting, 
perspective of the dichotomy that we share with one another's coexistence in the realm and space that which we inhabit, which creates this microchasm of emotions for us to truly express our overall satisfaction with what we truly believe and how we actually equivocate what problems there are in the world, such as life. Carter. For the um, five-year-olds in the audience, could you explain all the three-syllable plus words that you used? For the five-year-olds, not for me. Baby's crazy. (laughs) Baby go crazy. That's so crazy, baby. (laughs) Six nine snitched on his homies. (laughs) Just sample the last 10 seconds out of this episode that you just heard. Sample those 10 seconds out and just give those to your 12-year-old as the talk. There you go. (laughs) Babies be crazy. (laughs) There you go. Six nine snitched on his homies. Just don't snitch on your wife. (laughs) Just have a good time, all right? That's all you got to do. But Carter... Thank you so much. Oh, you got to go? I do. I got to leave. I'm sorry. This oh, Frosties man. is hitting me. I got to go use the restroom, but I can't use yours because you get all grossed out. You can by use John's. German. I can't there's use no John's because now there's pee on the floor. There's already pee on the floor. Well, my feet haven't touched the floor. So. Okay. Well, I, I hovered the whole time. It was good to have you, man. But thank you guys so much. And to all you cigarette smokers out there, stop. Stop.